WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The ongoing fires to our north in Canada led meteorologists to the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy today to extend their air quality alert for another day. The average air quality was expected to fluctuate between unhealthy for sensitive groups to unhealthy for everyone. Allergist Dr. Devang Doshi is with Corwell Health. Especially people that are more susceptible to underlying respiratory issues, you know, in this type of season, or they've got asthma, or they've got heart disease, or they feel winded normally. You know, it makes it a little bit harder because their lung function may not be 100% normal on any given day. And so when the air quality is affected, those micropollutants can irritate, aggravate the respiratory system. So patients are going to experience more symptoms when they're outside. Meanwhile, the lifeguards at Silver Beach County Park have gone off duty. The Silver Beach uh, Facebook page says the situation is adversely affecting park staff and they're taking the rest of the day off. Eagle has declared an action day in Barry and Cass, St. Joseph Branch, and Hillsdale counties in Michigan. It says sensitive groups like those with lung disease, asthma, heart disease, and children, as well as older adults, should limit prolonged and heavy exertion. For more information, you can visit the Eagle Air Quality website. St. Joseph City Commissioners have approved the creation of a plant rehabilitation district for an industrial project at 211 Kurth Street. At a meeting this week, Cornerstone Alliance's Kathy Tilly told them Clark Logistics out of Portage is rehabbing the building to be used for a manufacturing operation. It's in poor shape. In order to get it back up and running for another company, we needed a statement of obsolescence, which has been signed off on. And tonight we were just requesting the establishment of the district. The plant rehabilitation district is needed so Clark can apply for a plant rehabilitation certificate so the taxable value on the property could be frozen for 12 years and new investments in it are not taxed during that time. Mayor Laura Goose said the building does need an investment. Our assessor did inspect this building and did concur that it's 50% functional obsolescence, so it does need help. Clark Logistics President Jamie Clark said the company has experience working with brownfield sites and other challenging properties. He could not say specifically what the firm has planned for the site on Kurth Street. That information will be revealed when Clark applies for the plant rehabilitation certificate. Meanwhile, St. Joseph City Commissioners have approved the installation of a temporary pedestrian island at the Pleasant Street intersection on Main Street. At a meeting of this week, Assistant City Manager Emily Hackworth told them that the island will be put up seasonally to help pedestrians cross Main Street more safely during the busy summer months. Staff had explored this last year. It was going to be difficult to purchase the temporary pedestrian island. We learned that this year it is available. We've had some really positive, productive conversations with MDOT, and we have a sort of a design for installing temporary pedestrian island as well as some safety barriers. The pedestrian island would be installed at that intersection from May to October each year. Hackworth said MDOT's in support of the idea, and the island will be purchased from Transportation Safety Innovations for $10,000. However, the total cost of the materials and the necessary road markings will be $30,000. With the approval of commissioners, Hackworth said city staff will work to install the new island as soon as possible. Cornerstone Alliance has commissioned an industrial lease rate analysis in Berrien County to help property owners and investors in southwest Michigan. It says an industrial lease rate analysis includes an in-depth examination of rates, trends, and market conditions across various Berrien County communities. Cornerstone worked with Colliers International, a real estate services company, to do the analysis. It provides up-to-date information to help businesses and new site developers and business investors make decisions about industrial real estate. 
Collier notes companies like Ford and GM are opening new manufacturing sites in Michigan and northern Indiana for electric vehicles, and they've needed massive amounts of real estate. Cornerstone's industrial lease rate analysis helps companies identify sites where they could locate. Cornerstone says the analysis could serve as a catalyst for attracting new businesses, expanding existing businesses, and bolstering the overall industrial real estate market in the county. We'll have a link to it at our website. Michigan State Police say they're alarmed by the latest traffic crash data just released for 2022. It shows Michigan traffic crash deaths remained above 1,100 with 1,123 fatalities recorded in 2022. MSP First Lieutenant Dwayne Robinson with the 5th District in Southwest Michigan tells us that's slightly lower than the 1,131 deaths in 2021, but police are still concerned bad driver behaviors made worse during the pandemic haven't gone away to the degree they'd hoped. People driving too fast. Also, we know that driving under the influence or impaired can create a situation where people lose control and crash. And also there's distracted driving, which is you know a big component. Robinson says that distracted driving issue could be eased with a new law taking effect this Friday. It bans holding a cell phone while driving. So are state police ready to enforce it? Oh, most definitely. This law is basically just adding to the distracted driving law that was already in effect. This law addressing holding the device, talking on the phone, holding the phone in your hand. So it eliminates that right for drivers. Robinson notes the new law means you cannot play with your phone while on a public roadway. You can use it if you're parked, but not while on a road, not even if stopped in traffic. State police say the latest crash data reveals traffic fatalities on Michigan roads rose 15 percent from 2018 to 2022. There is some good news, though. Teen traffic fatalities dropped 34 percent from 2021 to 22. Also, the percentage of alcohol-involved fatalities fell by 10 percent between those two years. As many as 30,000 people could head to South Haven to see its annual fireworks show next Monday. South Haven City Manager Kate Hosier tells us the fireworks will be shot off at the North Pier starting about 10.20 p.m. Traffic in several areas will be restricted, but she says you can see the show pretty much anywhere near the lakeshore. Boaters need to know about Dykeman Bridge closures. The Dykeman Bridge will have normal operations. Our last bridge opening for boats will be at 9.30 p.m. After that bridge opening, there will be no 10 p.m. or 10.30 p.m. bridge opening. Our uh, plan is to open the bridge to boat traffic at 11.15 p.m. Hosier says those heading into town should know how they're getting home. I would encourage folks that if you're not from the area, at least understand where your exit plan is going to be because you may come up to a road and you will be only allowed to go a certain direction. So you may not go the way that you want to go. The city's website has a list of traffic restrictions and parking rules. Hosher reminds everyone no personal fireworks may be used in parks or the street. Meanwhile, Decatur will also have a fireworks show uh, at dusk on the 3rd. It takes place as part of the general 4th of July celebration that day from 7 to 11 p.m. And Lakeshore Public Schools has hired Ben McIntyre as the new principal of Hollywood Elementary. He takes over for Natalie Maserata, as she is now the district's director of curriculum and instruction. McIntyre served as an elementary principal in Three Rivers Community Schools for the past eight years, and Superintendent Greg Eating calls him a perfect match for Hollywood Elementary. Eating says the school has a strong sense of family and community, quote, which is what Ben was looking for in a leadership position. McIntyre earned his bachelor's and master's degrees from Western Michigan University. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun.
President Biden spoke today in Chicago touting Bidenomics ahead of the 2024 election. More if maybe he's Lindsey Watts. The president says Bidenomics is about building the economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. Biden highlighted the 13 million jobs added during his presidency and record low unemployment. And I'm not here to declare victory on the economy. I'm here to say we have a plan that's turning things around incredibly quickly. Well, we have more work to do. The speech comes after a new ABC News Washington Post poll that shows those surveyed believe President Trump did a better job than Biden handling the economy. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. Ukraine's counterintelligence service has arrested a man it accuses of helping Russia direct a missile strike at a popular pizza restaurant. The attack killed at least 11 people, including three teenagers, at the restaurant in a city in East Ukraine. Officials say the attack Tuesday wounded 61 other people. It's the latest bombardment of a Ukrainian city, a regular feature of Russian tactics in the 16-month war. The strike and others elsewhere across Ukraine late Tuesday and early Wednesday indicate the Kremlin's not easing its aerial onslaught. That's despite political and military turmoil at home caused by a short-lived armed uprising in Russia last weekend. Meanwhile, Britain, among others, is keeping tabs on Yevgeny Prigozhin and his private army after that rebellion. More from ABC's Tom Rivers. Addressing concerns posed by Prigozhin, the British Prime Minister speaking in Parliament. We have consistently condemned the Wagner Group and we carefully monitor their actions in Ukraine and the wider world. Rishi Sunak adds. We are working very closely with our partners to counter the malign use of such proxies by Russia and more generally across the continent. The group and their leader have already had sanctions leveled on them by the UK. Tom Rivers, ABC News, London. Smoky air from Canada's wildfires is shrouding broad parts of the U.S. from Minnesota to Pennsylvania and Kentucky. That's led to warnings to stay inside and has exacerbated health risks for people already suffering from industrial pollution. The impacts are especially hard on poor and minority communities that are more likely to live near polluting plants that have higher rates of asthma. Detroit had the worst air quality in the U.S. today. The Environmental Protection Agency warned residents of the mostly black city that everyone should stay indoors. Chicago, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Ohio, and Pittsburgh all have very unhealthy air. A wider circle of unhealthy air spread into St. Louis and Louisville, Kentucky. The warnings have been sounded for more than a year. A recession is going to hit the U.S., if not this quarter, then by next quarter, or the quarter after that, or possibly next year. Yet what might be the most anticipated recession in modern U.S. history still hasn't arrived. Despite much higher borrowing costs thanks to the Federal Reserve's aggressive streak of interest rate hikes, consumers keep spending and employers keep hiring. The economy keeps managing to grow. So does the belief among some economists that the U.S. might manage to avoid a recession and instead achieve an elusive soft landing. A Delta Airlines jet making an emergency landing today at Charlotte Douglas International Airport after the front landing gear failed to deploy. None of the passengers or crew on board were hurt, but crew members told passengers to brace for impact, and people were evacuated on the slides. The Boeing 717 jet was coming to Charlotte from Atlanta. More from ABC's Sam Sweeney. I just spoke with a a woman who was on board. She said it was calm. There was no chaos. Uh, Once that plane landed, she said it was a smooth landing, despite the crew saying that to prepare for a rough, loud landing. She said it was quiet, and everything seemed uh, very normal. Once it stopped, the uh, Passengers on board began to clap, and then they did an orderly evacuation. And the good news here is that nobody was injured. Those passengers continue to wait for their luggage, and the FAA and the NTSB will investigate. Meanwhile, air travelers have been putting up with widespread delays all month, and it's continuing again as bad weather rakes the northeast. As, uh, or early Wednesday afternoon, about uh, th- 3,000 flights have been delayed in the U.S., according to FlightAware. 
Another 800 have been canceled. Those are troubling numbers heading into the 4th of July holiday period when even more people will be traveling. The delays are being compounded by thunderstorms and crew scheduling problems. And some of the biggest names in Hollywood are about ready to strike. More if maybe he's Jason Nathanson. Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, and hundreds of other big stars have written a letter to the union leadership of the Actors Guild saying after, basically saying that they'd rather strike than accept a mediocre new contract from the studios. They say no one wants a strike, but they're prepared to walk if it comes to that. This comes as the deadline for a deal is Friday, and of course Hollywood writers have been on strike for almost two months. The actors are asking for a, quote, seismic realignment of minimum pay rates and streaming residuals, among other things. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.